Sports, politics, life. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues is brought to you by the New Car Image. Bring your car back to life at thenewcarimage.com. If we had an honest media in this country, I'm pretty sure what President Biden said on Tuesday would become the biggest single campaign gaffe in the history of re-election for the presidency in the United States of America. I can't imagine anything less inspirational, less thought-provoking, less encouraging, motivating, or exciting than a sitting president saying, I wouldn't be running for president again except the other guy is running. I can't even imagine anything stupider than that. Joe Biden continues to be the ultimate gaffe machine. And I want to take a deep dive into exactly what this means. Because to me, this comment for many Americans who are, if they hear it and it got shared all over social media, this is the kind of thing that the media have a hard time covering up. Because there's just so many different outlets where people will make fun of this and people will see the videos and they'll say, did Joe Biden really say that? Joe Biden essentially said, I probably wouldn't be running for president again if Donald Trump weren't running. He must be stopped. He's going to be a dictator. All those things. So Biden's saying to everyone, without saying it, I'm not up for the job. I'm too old. I'm too feeble. I don't really want to do this. I'm probably not really the guy for the job. But somehow I'm the only one that can stop Donald Trump. That makes sense with nobody. I mean, nobody. I had a long discussion with my daughter last week about older politicians. My son feels the same way, uh, my middle son. They want one thing and one thing only. They want somebody younger running for president. They think this is a joke. The dudes that are about 80 and you're in your 20s are running for president. I get it. I totally understand that. That is in no way surprising to me. Now, it may be a two-person choice. It may be Biden and Trump. Maybe there's something else on the ballot. Maybe they look at RFK and think he's younger. Maybe Joe Manchin somehow gets on there in the no labels party. I, I really don't know. But what they're clamoring for is simply someone younger. So every time Biden does this with young voters, and we've seen this swing in the polling, we've seen Donald Trump gaining big time, 18 to 34-year-old voters. Every time Biden does this, he separates himself from Trump in a way that Trump alone can't do it. So these guys are pretty close to the same age. But most people don't look that up or know that. And they watch Donald Trump give interviews, have energy, do things, go to UFC fights, get standing ovations. These things make little snippets all over social media. And they're shared by millions of people. Just little 10-second celebrity clips. To be honest, Donald Trump's Biggest thing in his favor is America just views him as a mega celebrity. We love celebrities. I think it helped him in 16. I think it's going to help him this time. For whatever reason, people love celebrities and they want to vote for celebrities. So when Biden does this himself, he's doing harm to himself that Trump can't inflict. The last thing Trump wants to do is go around and talk about age, the actual number. I'm this age. He's that age. That does Trump no good because they're both old. And there's an awful lot of people that are ageists out there, which is okay. You can't be a sexist. You can't be a homophobe. You can't be a racist. There's all kinds of ists that you can't be, but you can be an ageist. It's still allowed. Can't fat shame somebody. Can't tell someone they're ugly, but you can discriminate against somebody based on age. That's clearly open, fair game and fodder in the United States. And I believe it's absolutely fair in a political election. I've got no problem with that being a criteria, whether you vote for somebody or not. But Joe Biden himself is now telling people, well, you know, I'm kind of checked out here. <sighs> mm. I probably wouldn't be doing this if Trump wasn't running. You are running for re-election for president of the United States. And you're basically saying, I wouldn't be doing this, except we should all be scared of him. That guy, that guy over there, orange man. We should be scared of him, so I will run. That can't work. That, that's worse than sitting in the basement saying nothing. See, this time Biden can't hide. He just can't hide. And the commercials that will be used against him in swing states are going to be devastating because there's going to be all these gaffes, all this falling asleep, all this stammering around, tripping and falling upstairs. 
There's going to be tons of that. And it's gotten to this point where, and you got, you just got to trust me on, on what I'm hearing from my kids on this thing. I mean, they're open to a lot of things. They're not died in the wool Democrats, but I promise you if Gavin Newsom ran, they'd vote for him. They'd vote for the younger guy. I, I, I can tell you right now. And they may both be candidates to not vote. One of them, I won't say which, maybe would vote for Trump. Probably will. Probably will if it's the two choices. The other may stay home. I, 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 it's hard to say. Young people are, are di- a little difficult to predict, but I, I've asked them these questions. I know where they stand. And I have no doubt. I mean, I'm telling you zero doubt that if Newsom were the candidate and not Biden, they'd both vote for the younger person. And that would be the only criteria. That's it. Just somebody closer to their age. That's it. That's the number one thing. It's It's insane. But it exists. It's a large reason Obama won, in my estimation, is young people rallied for Obama, and he carried the day. And here's Joe Biden basically telling everyone, I'm a feeble old man, and I really don't want to do this, and I'm not up for it. But he took the talking points. I don't know if you've seen this. Every media outlet everywhere over the last week is now saying, America is sleepwalking into a dictatorship. Because Biden then went on to say, we have to stop Trump because he's going to be a dictator. You can't say that a man's going to be a dictator when he's been president for four years and was not a dictator. Uh, the, the, the campaign strategy here is so bad on the left. But again, especially young people, they hear this stuff and they believe it because it's just, it gets drilled in their head over and over and over by all the media outlets, all the people, all their professors, all the people they've looked up to. It takes age to gain wisdom it takes experience to see, well, that party doesn't really deliver. And we've had four years of many young people going, well, this sucks. I can't buy a home. Uh, you can't vote for these people. And so that helps. It, it, we may look back in 20 years and think the Biden presidency was the best thing ever for America because it may reset the country as Jimmy Carter's four years did. And it really reset the country. Even when a Democrat won, it became Bill Clinton, who probably, if he believed everything he believed in the 90s when he was president, probably would be considered a Republican today. I, well, I don't think there's any question. JFK, Martin Luther King, Bill Clinton would all be considered Republicans. Jimmy Carter would not. But it's pretty remarkable what happens when the Democrats go too far and their party resets. We can only hope that America is up for that again. I think they may be. Donald Trump appeared on a town hall in Iowa, then went out to like a sports bar afterwards and shook hands. He's just so comfortable being in large crowds and around people and completely unafraid. And he's got vigor and energy. He sat with Sean Hannity. And Hannity, of course, asked him, hey, the talking point the last week here from everybody has been, you're going to be a dictator. And Trump answered, oh, only for one day. I will be a dictator on day one. We're going to close the border and we're going to drill, baby, drill. I will be a dictator on day one. And it isn't just that. There will be multiple executive orders on day one. But he, he's basically taking it, sure, I'm going to be a dictator. That's what you're hiring me to do. Go there on day one and change what you don't like. I'll turn it around. I'll turn the ship immediately. We won't get to the port we're going to for a while, but I'll turn the ship immediately on day one. I will be a dictator on day one. I love that. Embrace it because he's mocking what they're saying, which is the best thing Donald Trump has done. If he's taught Republicans anything, it is make fun of them. Make fun of them, how stupid they are, how bad their policies are. And for God's sake, mock and make fun of the outrageous things that they say, trying to be serious that no serious thinking person would believe. Like Trump is going to be a dictator and America comes to an end. Democracy's over. Trump won't leave office. He's going to be a dictator. He'll never leave. Yeah, okay, right. Not anybody believes that. If you believe that, you're insane. You're crazy. You're a crazy person on the left. You're crazy. You need your head examined if you believe that. Americans don't believe that. So Trump turns on, damn right, I'm going to be a dictator on day one only. I'm going to get everything done on day one. Then I'll be your president. You got you to gotta mock him. You got to make fun of him for doing this. When asked about Biden and his age, Trump said, you know, one time he challenged me to go out behind the barn. 
Remember uh, several times Biden has said, I'd like to whip his ass or whatever. You know, slap the hell out of him. I'd like to take him behind the barn. Trump had a moment in this, it wasn't a debate, it was a town hall on Fox News. It was just fantastic. He said, if I went behind the barn with him, I'd go like this. And then Trump inhaled and exhaled. He went, and I'd blow Joe Biden right over. (laughs) Which is something we've all thought. Like, you got to be careful. Joe Biden's not the kind of person you can tap on the back because if you do, he might just fall. You got to be careful shaking his hand. He's the kind of person when, if you shook his hand, you have to grab his shoulder at the same time. You know, steady him a little bit. Trump says, oh, he wants to take me out behind the woodshed, huh? But if we went behind the barn and had a fight, I'd just go, and that'd be it. Biden would just fall over. He'd blow right over. Ah, Trump's a great campaigner. I still get emails from a lot of you. You really want DeSantis to be president. I get it. I I totally get it. And we're going to have primaries. Everybody gets to vote. It just isn't going to happen. I I just don't see any way that Donald Trump isn't the nominee. Look, I'm not the biggest fan of polls, but I know what a Trump supporter is. And many of them, I don't know, maybe a fifth of them, are new voters that he's brought in in the last decade who've, who've been disenfranchised and never voted for anyone and thought, I have no dog in this race, and this is the only guy they will vote for. He's the only one they will consider. And the party has to understand what it is that Trump has brought to the party. DeSantis is following that. We love DeSantis here. There's plenty of conservatives out there. I like Mike Lee. There's a lot of, a lot of, Johnson's doing a good job with the House, I think. There's a lot of guys that talk the talk and, and we agree with. But there's really only one that's swung a hammer for us at this point and done it, and that's Donald Trump. DeSantis has done that for the people of Florida, but it hasn't really helped the rest of us. So I just don't think it's a big discussion. I don't think there is a primary. There's going to be another debate tonight between the other Republicans. This is not a primary. There's no primary going on. Trump's going to win this thing, and he's going to win it easily. And you can see why. When he goes out and does things like the town hall last night and has these lines That's not a line that DeSantis could ever deliver. And that's part of getting elected. It's a big part of getting elected. You have to have that charisma. You have to have that star power. You know, I sat and watched DeSantis and and Newsom debate each other, and Newsom has star power. He doesn't have any issues. He's not right on anything, and he sits there and lies all night, but he's got star power. He's got the same thing Obama has. You look at him and you go, I like that guy. He's younger. He looks good. He's confident. He's handsome. And, you know, he smiles a lot and has the gestures. He's got that. DeSantis doesn't have that. And maybe if one good thing comes out of this for DeSantis, it's that when he comes back in 28, he's more polished that way. But I'm not sure how much you can polish a politician. I think you either have it or you don't. I think you either have that charisma or you just don't have it. And Donald Trump certainly has it. And it was a bad day for Biden and a good day for Trump on Tuesday. I got to think the polls are going to widen even more as Trump is just going to get more and more momentum out there. And then these, these silly trials and stuff. I mean, they've all but disappeared. Do you even hear about them anymore? I mean, they're, they're such fluff and garbage. And, and they'll circle back around. There's a trial date in May on the classified documents where it becomes very easy to just go out on the campaign and trail and say, really, I'm in a trial over classified document. What about Joe's documents? How are we doing with those on the ones that Jay Leno had? (laughs) Jay Leno was in his film crew were filming in his garage when he was on Jay Leno's garage. How how, how are those documents going that he took as vice president, not president, which I had the right to do. I mean, it's the whole thing is just ridiculous. I think the American public knows that. Look, the national polling reflects that if America in any way were concerned at all about these trials and thought they were real, Trump wouldn't be up on the polls right now nationally. I'm not talking about internally in the in the Republican primary. I'm talking about the national polls. He's beating Biden everywhere. He's beating him in every swing state. If people thought these these trials, these prosecutions were real, they see him for what they are. They watched for four years as Democrats did this to him. And people saw it. And we've experienced this. They're like, well, none of that stuck. They're liars. They're cheats. They're frauds. They know this. American voters know this. And that's one advantage that Trump has going into this thing as they've done this to him a million times before. KKHI is brought to you by Window World, simply the best for less. 
uh, winter's an excellent time to consider putting on a new door or screen door or even siding or windows. Window World has all those products. They want to keep their crews busy this winter and they can come work for you. Now, they're not going to come out on a seven degree day and bust windows out and freeze your house, but we get all these 50 some degree days. They're perfect. Some jobs can be done in just three or four hours. They do it in the middle of the afternoon when it's a little bit warmer. Bugs don't fly in this time of year. It's a pretty good time of year to consider that. If you're getting a draft feeling through some windows, why wouldn't you call Window World? There's no obligation. You get a free estimate. They come right to you no matter where you live. You don't have to just live in Kansas City. You can live anywhere in Kansas and Missouri. They'll hook you up. It's windowskansascity.com or call 816-799-0820. These are American-made windows, siding, and doors with lifetime warranties. And they win awards for their customer service. They're also simply the best for less. The official windows, the Kansas City Chiefs, it's Window World. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC, home of the lifetime warranty. That's right. We, you know, we spent a lot of time here talking about how they'll build it for you or they'll find it for you and deliver it no matter where you live. Occasionally, there's a little cost involved in having it delivered. But remember, every new vehicle at Roberts Robinson, this is very rare, provides for you the lifetime warranty free, absolutely free. Tim told me a story when I was up there a couple of weeks ago about a woman in Topeka that listens to the podcast. And called up and says, I'm looking for this car. And said, I'm willing to pay $3,000 over sticker for it. And Tim almost choked. He's like, what? And she says, yeah, I went to a dealership here in Topeka. And I got a quote from a dealership in Olathe. And it's uh, $3,000 over. If you can match that, I'll get the car. And Tim said, no, they're ripping you off. And he sold it to her. It was a, it was a, Nice ride. It was something everybody covets. And he sold it to her for $3,000 less at sticker. Now that's as honest as it gets. The woman literally called up and said, I listened to the podcast and I'm willing to pay this because this is what everybody else is charging. He goes, no, that's not right. That's not fair. And he lowered the price $3,000 for her. That's Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs. Back Nine Development is your custom home builder in Kansas City or Anywhere really in the metro area, maybe as far away as, say, Warrensburg and to the west, all the way to Manhattan. If you've got land north, south, they're working right now on a, on a big project in Lansing. And you'd like to develop it. Maybe you'd like to build a little subdivision or you're considering building uh, rental properties. If you'd like to be in business like that and you're looking for a great partner, Back Nine Development would love to work with you. Or if you've got a piece of land or just a lot somewhere in a subdivision and you want to build a custom home, Something completely unique and different. Back Nine Development would love to work with you. Their team of architects and engineers can set you up with the most beautiful dream home you've ever imagined. Back9development.com. TJ Vilkanskis is just a great dude, man. This guy works hard and his team is on it. Their customer service is phenomenal. If you build or develop with Back Nine Development, every single expense is chronicled every single day for you. They keep you up to date on every single thing that's going on. You are never left in the dark. Back9development.com, 785-236-0161. Detroit, Michigan is setting a record low for homicides this year. They are down 16% from last year. And 2018 was a 60-year low. In Detroit, they've implemented a program called FAST. And I, it's an acronym. I'm not going to go through what they stand for. But this is a really novel idea. What they've done in Detroit since 2018, last five years, they had a change in leadership. They dumped all the policies that you've heard so much about. They've, they've just dumped it. They have added cops. They've given pay raises. They've expanded jails. They have prosecuted. And they have kept people behind bars. The number one thing they've done over the last two years with this FAST program, they have apprehended arrested, and jailed over 1,000 outstanding felony warrant perps in Detroit. So let me summarize this for you. There were 1,000 people out there in Detroit that had felony warrants for their arrest that had become cold case files that they just ignored and said to hell with it. We don't really care that much, which is what's happening everywhere. That's happening in Kansas City. It's certainly happening in Chicago and New York and a lot of the bigger cities in St. Louis. In Detroit, they said no more. 
If you have an outstanding felony warrant, we're coming to get you, we're locking you up, and we're prosecuting you. Well, what the hell? They took these 1,000 people off the street, over 1,000, in a two-year period of time, and homicides went down. That doesn't mean they were all wanted on outstanding warrants for murder. This Detroit is saying, we know who the bad guys are by the crimes, by the carjackings, by the bank robberies, by the illegal firearm possessions, by the violent crimes, by the sexual assaults. We know who the bad guys are. We know, everybody knows, that if you have an outstanding felony warrant for a violent crime, you are more likely to commit a murder than someone else. Get them off the street and lock them up. And that's what their focus became. We're not going to ignore this anymore. We're not going to let people to just run free. So they went and locked up the worst of the worst, and the homicide record has come down. Homicide number has come down, and they're setting a record this year. I mean, that's just awesome stuff. That's, you know, that's the special sauce, folks. The special sauce in everything is the simplest ingredient. We all like condiments, right? There is no chips without salsa. You're eating a chip, but it's no good without the salsa. That's the special sauce. And it's the simplest part, truly. And that's really what reducing crime is. Hey, let's lock up the bad guys and let's keep them locked up and have a system where if we think they're rehabilitated and they've been monitored for a number of years and they've had counseling and they've become educated and read things and learned things and grown up, Maybe we can release them back into society. It works. You can rehabilitate a lot of people in prison. And they're no threat to society. Not all, but they're no threat to society when you release them. But Detroit apprehending over a thousand felony warrant criminals and locking them up and not letting them go has brought their crime rate down. Maybe Mayor Q should consider that. Maybe in Kansas City, they should consider that. Oh, but they've got bigger problems in Kansas City. It has to do with the police chief's husband. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Hey, there's a really cool event coming up Saturday in downtown KC. I was out last week at the Finch Knife Company, and I met with Steve out there. Steve's a really interesting guy. I, I talk probably more about Spencer on here than Steve, but they're partners in the Finch Knife Company, and it's a great company. And they're having a Finch holiday party in downtown Kansas City. It's at, it's December 9th from one to four. It's just north of that new Ferris wheel. The party's free. It's open to the public. There's free drinks from one to four. And there's all kinds of stuff going on there. But Finch knives will be on display and available to purchase, including the new McCoy series, which is being released Friday. The Hatfield series came out earlier this year. The McCoy series is released on Friday. This is like a, a show. It's a show. There's all kinds of cool items. It's a fun day. The weather looks good on Saturday, 1 to 4, just north of the Ferris Wheel, 2120 Washington Street in Kansas City. Check this out. Okay? So Steve, who's the co-owner of Finch, has also owned his own watch company since 2008. For 15 years, this man has been making watches. They'll also be on display. They're great gift ideas. But this is just a great Saturday activity. It's free. Go check these items out. See what it's all about. It, the Dryden watches and the Raven watches are also KC brands. Um, Notice watches are going to be there. Astor and Banks, they're from Chicago. Their owners are, are flying in. If you like watches, you like pocket knives, you like things of this nature, this is going to be a really cool holiday show. And it's open from 1 to 4, and it's free to the public. If you want more information, go to finchknifeco.com. That's finchknifeco.com, and you can learn more about this awesome event. Now, there's also a, a website for the watches that Steve makes, ravenwatches.com. That's ravenwatches.com. He describes them as like the perfect companion for travel adventures. These are like, these are masculine watches, all right? These are tough dude watches. It, it kind of goes along with the pocket knives. You like hiking. You probably got a watch. You got a compass on the watch. You've, you've got a pocket knife in your pocket. You've got these things. They're timeless designs, but they're ruggedly durable. That's really what they're about, your journeys. And they're stylish enough to wear to formal events, but they're incredible. Ravenwatches.com. Steve Laughlin's awesome uh, at Raven Watches. But this stuff will all be part of this holiday. They're throwing a holiday party. Finch Knife Company's basically throwing a holiday party. They're bringing vendors in, people who buy their watches and buy their knives and sell them in their stores and different websites around the country. 
They're bringing these people in for kind of like a trade show, but they're opening it to the public for you and I to come see everything one to four on Saturday. It's pretty cool. All the Finch knives will be on display along with the Raven watches. You can check them out again. That's one to four 2120 Washington street in Kansas city. It's just North of that new Ferris wheel. It's going up. Check these guys out. Those are great local companies, man. They're good dudes. You want to talk politics with them? They would love to. You want to stand there and check out pocket knives and watches for an hour? If you like pocket knives or watches, you cannot miss this show. It's not a show. It's a party. They're hosting a party. They're inviting listeners of this podcast as if you were a VIP vendor of theirs. Because these people are flying in from LA, Chicago, everywhere else to go to their holiday party and see all these items and stuff. Like this is their VIPs. They're inviting anyone that listens to this podcast to just come open to the public and be one of their VIPs and check out all the cool stuff. I think that's really neat, man. These guys are awesome. I love that company. I'm a little disheartened by a story that I read this week about an actor. It's really not about the actor as much as it is what happened behind the scenes. An actor that Jessica and I really like, and that's Kelsey Grammer. He's Frazier. He's TV's Frazier. He's been in some movies. He's done other things. You know him as Frazier, probably above all, though. He was in that Jesus Revolution movie last year that was highly acclaimed, very successful, and I have not seen it yet. And I want to see it, and I kind of want to see it with my mom. I kind of want to have my mom over to watch the movie. I think it's $4.99 on Amazon or something. You can rent it. It's not, it's not on the free, it's not on the included service yet, but I think it's relatively cheap. It's not like $25 bucks to rent. It's $4.99, but it's a really cool story, I guess, and, and apparently he's terrific in it. We're fans of Kelsey Grammer. We've been watching the new Frasier, and it's good. It's good. It feels familiar. It's nice. It's not political. It makes fun of all different kinds of people, but mostly it makes fun of Frasier for being a snob. It's cool, and Kelsey Grammer is likable. And he's maybe the, well, he's easily one of the top five most outspoken conservatives in Hollywood. Um, but we, we've just gravitated toward these people. Stallone, you know, you get to kind of know who the conservatives are. Uh, Dennis Quaid, who's in the new um, Taylor Sheridan thing on Paramount Plus, Bass Reeves. There's there's conservatives out there. We know who they are. Rob Lowe, Mark Wahlberg. You can tell who they are because they leave Hollywood. Like Mark Wahlberg moved to Vegas, moved his family to Vegas. He got like five kids or something crazy. He's saving money on taxes, living in the suburbs, suburbs in Vegas. Stallone just sold his house, moved to Florida with his wife. I mean, you can spot who the conservatives are in Hollywood. But we really like Kelsey Grammer. And for various reasons, the Hollywood strike, you know, this stupid strike that was going on, Frazier came out because it was all in the can and done. It came out on Paramount Plus, but there was no media blitz. There was no promoting it. Kelsey Grammer, they decided we, we can't promote anything while the writers are on strike. This isn't good, whatever. So they just kind of released it onto Paramount Plus and you had to, you know, they advertised it a little bit during football or something and you had to know about it or want to watch it. Well, now all the strikes are over. So Kelsey Grammer's out there promoting this series and Paramount Plus and he goes on BBC and BBC's as far left as it gets. And the interview asks him, um, you've been a vocal supporter of Donald Trump in the past. Are you voting for again, for him again? And Kelsey Grammer said, I am. And we'll just leave it at that. And the interviewer kept asking questions. And Kelsey Grammer apparently was going to be more than happy to answer them all when the publicist for Paramount Plus next to Kelsey Grammer cut the interview off and said, we're done here. Wait, what? You're on the BBC promoting your new series that's doing well with an actor people love that's making you money and the topic of politics comes up and you're stopping an interview? Can you imagine if Kelsey Grammer was a liberal and he was promoting Frazier and the topic of Donald Trump came up and he said, I'm scared he's going to be a dictator. Can you imagine a publicist for Paramount Plus stepping in and saying, that's it, we're done here. That would never happen. What is it with these people? How is this so ingrained? How is it so, oh, let's use their word, systemic within these big corporations? Paramount is a massive corporation. How is this even possible? Let the man be himself and let's see if it works. What they're finding in Hollywood is 
If they can create some more conservative content, it's selling. It's working. But we're not going to allow the actors to go out there and talk conservatism. We just want to make the profits. We don't want to make the news cycle. We want you back. Hollywood is screaming to all of us. They want us back. When you see these reboots of older things, when you see the success Taylor Sheridan has had with Yellowstone and, and 1923 and all these different spinoffs and all the shows that he's doing. In fact, the latest one, Lawmen, Bass Reeves, is about a black man, a slave, who is freed and becomes a U.S. Marshal. And there are undertones here of slavery's awful, blacks were mistreated, but it's factual. We know the history. It is not the defining premise of the show that America is inherently awful. This is the story, if you ask me, watching Bass Reeves, and I don't know the actor's name who plays it, I'm sorry, uh, but Dennis Quaid's in it, Donald Sutherland's in it. It's a kind of a good Western. Most episodes, Bass Reeves, the former slave, goes out on his horse with his posse, and they go get a bad guy. And here's, how, here's the light that Bass Reeves is shown in. It couldn't be more conservative. You were mistreated in America, but given an opportunity to flourish as an American. And what did Bass Reeves do after being a slave? He got married. He has kids. He's raising a family. And he took a very dangerous job as a marshal to support his family because, you know, growing crops isn't the way to do it in Texas. It's dry and they're having trouble making ends meet growing crops. And he, he's like a really good gunman. Donald Sutherland, who's the judge, comes to him and says, I need a, I need a guy. I need, you know, I'll make you a marshal. He becomes the first black marshal. This is a true story. And he goes and he does this. This is, this is America at its best. This is the epitome of American exceptionalism. This is an, a really good man who says, I'm going to live the right way. I'm going to go get the bad guys. I'm going to love my family. And I'm damn sure going to take care of them. This is the new America. It's glorious. Yeah, there's bad slavery stuff in there. There is. But it, it's, not, it's not liberal. It's, this is history. This is the way it was. And look at this dude. It doesn't, it doesn't preach to you. It just shows you what American exceptionalism is. And it's selling. All of this content in Hollywood is selling. And yet they don't want the people who are producing the content for folks like you and I that are watching it, consuming it, and going, wow, this is really good. They don't want them out there talking about it. That's just astonishing to me. I can't imagine that help happening the other way around. Cross Kitchens is Kansas City's remodeler. Tim Cross, is uh, he's got time here this month. It's a little slow. He's got time to meet with you and would love to sit down and take a look at your house. If you've even just kicked the tires and thought about new countertops, backsplashes, or whatever, not even a major job, if you just thought maybe in a year or two, maybe whatever, call Tim, have him out, and go through and start thinking about what they may be able to do for you. At least get the 3D rendering and look at it and see if it's something you might want to consider. They're online at crosskitchenskc.com or you can just call Tim or Brittany directly at 816-898-7047. They're the best, crosskitchenskc.com. B-Stock has incredible promotions this holiday season for you. They are nailing it with a Samsung TU7070 inch LCD Smart TV 4K this is the one I have in my crash room. Well, I don't know why we call it a crash room. Jessica just calls it the crash room. But we watch a lot of TV in there, and it is a gorgeous television, $399. Uh, it was originally $749. It's going to be like $899 at Best Buy or Nebraska Furniture Mart, $399 at B-Stock. They also have a ton of Apple iPads left, just $299. It's bringing in a lot of interest from KKHI customers, so keep it going. You want to inquire. I would reserve the iPad before you go get it. I would call them and say, hold me an iPad or two or however many you want. Hey, you want to buy 10 of these at $2.99? You can probably turn around and sell them for $3.99 if you hold them long enough on the internet or wherever. 913-800-1419. That's 913-800-1419. If you want to call and inquire about the iPad. For $2.99, they're brand new, in-box, full warranty, awesome sauce right there. And Advantage Termite and Pest Control is setting up service for 2024. If you'd like to get complete service for 24, 
If your year has ended with your previous pest control company, this is the time to terminate them and hire advantage. Maybe even consider them doing your lawn service for you. If you don't really know your lawn service company that sprays for weeds or does whatever, Advantage does that as well. They would love to set you up for an annual plan right now. Just call Advantage Termite Pest Control and say, I'm ready to sign up for it all in 2024. 913-768-8989. That's 913-768-8989. The beauty of this is it's all just one invoice. You could put that sucker on auto pay. They take care of everything. You never worry about a weed or a bug or a critter ever. AdvantageTPC.com. Your obligatory Taylor Swift news. Appreciate our friends over at Tony's Kansas City on Tuesday for linking yesterday's podcast with the Chiefs' woes and Taylor Swift and a lot of the things that are going on uh, to his website and getting a lot of people to take notice of that. We always appreciate Tony over at Tony's Kansas City. And we hope that you go there every day to check out what's going on in and around our town. It's a great blog. It's a great site, Tony'sKansasCity.com. Well, this no doubt will pop up over at Tony's, but I'll bring it to you first here. Taylor Swift has been named the Time Person of the Year. Here's the problem I have with this. I, I, nobody reads Time Magazine, so that's, that's not the real big issue here. But there are two things that are troublesome here. Okay, the first is this. Who did she beat out? It said she beat out multiple, multiple Trump prosecutors. So that's got to be Jack Smith and maybe the chick in Atlanta. <laughs> like anybody going after Trump was on the list of finalists for person of the year. But Taylor Swift wins. That ought to tell you everything you need to know about Taylor Swift. The Time Magazine has made her person of the year what they are expecting her to do over the next year. Okay? That's just the expectation. So it's troublesome to me that she wins out over people that are after Trump because that's mainly what the list was, was people after Trump. But then they, I'm watching, like Fox News has this thing on. They're like, oh, and the lady's sitting there talking. They're like, oh, we love Taylor Swift. You know, she's so good to her employees and she's this and she's that and she's so generous and kind and sweet and all. I'm like, man, Y'all got a job to do at Fox News and you are not doing it. The sheer number of conservative journalists and people who are supposed to be in the know in this country that are running around promoting Taylor Swift are doing the devil's work because I don't think they know what she's about to do over the next year. And they won't be talking so nice about Taylor Swift then and they'll look stupid. So just stop. Identify people before you talk about who and what they are. She may be a kind person. She may be sweet to her employees. I don't care. She's divisive and she pits people against each other. It's what she does. And all of her songs are like that. It's why I, instinctively Jessica has never liked Taylor Swift. She initially called her whiny. She said everything she does is complain. She's bitching about this, bitching about that. I'm like, yes, all of her songs are divisive. They're mostly men are pigs. That's most of what her songs are. But she's divisive. Certainly, conservatives are bad. The man is bad. Probably your parents are bad. But I'm Taylor Swift and I know best. You should listen to me. Read my lyrics and interpret them and follow what I say. Oh, boy. And so they're just going to celebrate her everywhere that she's person of the year because, you know, she's special and wonderful and all those things. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, we have a really strong woman doing a great job or at least trying her best Reviews on this really strong woman are pretty good so far. Stacy Graves is the police chief in Kansas City, Missouri. By all accounts, she is well-liked and doing a nice job. Her husband, Daniel, is a captain in the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. And, well, you know, he's a middle-aged white guy. So the Kansas City Star is going all over Daniel. And they're asking, because they don't like the cops, the Kansas City Star, they're asking, is it okay for Daniel to be working on the side? Daniel Graves, the police chief's husband, was spotted in Green Bay at Lambeau Field helping with security for Taylor Swift, the wife of Patrick Mahomes, and Blake Bell's wife as they came walking in. So there's an uproar that says you can only work as an off-duty as a cop in Kansas City, Missouri. And you cannot, in Kansas City, Missouri, work as private security. But this was not acting as a cop. 
he was just hired private security to go work with Taylor Swift. So the star's interpretation of what the city codes are is that he can't take this money and do this. And so now they're on the police chief and the captain of the police chief for working with Taylor Swift. I'm going to guess it's a pretty high-paying gig. And you know what? To be honest, a pretty easy gig. You arm up, you get on a Learjet, you fly to Lambo, you hang out in the suite with Taylor Swift, watch the door, watch everybody around the place, check out a football game, make sure she gets safely home, and your day's over. That's pretty good. And I'll bet it pays thousands because it's Taylor Swift. And it should. And now they're after the police chief and her husband for this? I mean, my God, they're losing cops right and left. This is a police captain, active police captain in Kansas City, Missouri. He's not quitting. He's not resigning. He had the day off and decided to do this. I just don't see the problem. And I don't understand why people on the left and media on the left could just go after cops for no reason. We should be celebrating people in this country that work on their off day, that want to do more. And if they can enrich themselves a little bit, good for them. I mean, there's no hint that there's something nefarious going on here with the police chief or the police uh, uh, chief and the husband. Like, what do they think? What, what, What are they implying here? There's dirty cop work going on because of Taylor Swift? Wow. Here's some stats for you. Chiefs have a 99. Oh, because we're so down on the Chiefs, right? I'm over it. I'm all, I'm over Green Bay. You win this one, son. I'll tell you right now. Chiefs win Sunday, and I think they will. Chiefs win Sunday. They're the one seed. They win Sunday. They're the one seed. Uh, I'm not, I can't guarantee you they're going to win. They still got to go play better football and beat the Bills. Chiefs have a 99% chance of making the playoffs right now. They have a 96% chance of winning the AFC West but they only have a 24% chance of winning the one seed. I think that's low. But get this. The Dolphins and the Ravens are ahead of the Chiefs by a game. But the Chiefs have the tiebreakers. They beat the Dolphins, and as of last week, the Chiefs had the better AFC record or whatever and had the tiebreaker over the Ravens. So they're only a game back, and then they're the one seed. So I think these numbers are low. Get this. In week 16, while the Chiefs are lining up their schedule with teams like the Patriots and the Raiders, The Dolphins are playing the Cowboys. Oh, and Baltimore plays San Francisco. You want to get set up for a wonderful last two games of the season? The Chiefs are set up for that. They are. They're they're absolutely set up for this. Again, the Dolphins play the Cowboys. The Ravens play the Niners. Oh, in the last game of the year, the Dolphins and Ravens play each other. So literally, factually, pick your team. One of these two teams the Chiefs aren't behind right now. They're actually ahead of. Whichever one loses that game, the Chiefs are actually ahead of right now. Not nearly as bad as everyone thinks. More football news. Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, did not break his ankle. It sounds a lot like Brian Cook of the Chiefs. Now, he's not coming back anytime soon. This is a pretty bad high ankle sprain, but they believe Trevor Lawrence will be back for the playoffs for Jacksonville. So they got a little bit of a reprieve. I don't know what we're looking at here. Maybe the last three or four games, Trevor Lawrence might miss. But the Jaguars have some wood to chop, and they believe they're going to be a a capable playoff team because Trevor Lawrence will be back. We like it when quarterbacks are healthy and back. KKHI likes competition. We do not like to see stars out of the game. We do not root for people to be hurt. We just don't. I like it when the best team wins. If this were the funniest thing I saw about the Trevor Lawrence injury or actually the game the other night, the Bengals and the Jaguars, once Trevor Lawrence went out, one of the popular memes on Twitter on X was, well, these two teams are eliminated from the playoffs and they were making fun of college football. If you lose your starting quarterback, you're eliminated. You can't be in the tournament, which of course we know is ridiculous. That was a slam on leaving Florida State out of the playoff. Speaking of college football, Caleb Williams is the quarterback at USC. He is considered the number one pick in the draft upcoming. And Caleb Williams, he still has time left if he wants to come back to college, and there's enough money he may do it. I don't know. Caleb Williams says he's not playing in the Holiday Bowl against Louisville. That in and of itself is not a surprise. A lot of players opt out of bowls. Bowls are now a joke. I've mentioned the number of players that have left Ohio State playing Missouri. They're not even playing Ohio State at this point. They're playing 
next year's Ohio State team. So some teams have a lot of players that stay and some have a lot that leave. That's the way it works. And some have stars that just say, I don't know that I'm going to the NFL, but I'm not playing in the bowl game because I don't want to risk injury. That's not what Caleb Williams' deal is. Caleb Williams is not playing in the Holiday Bowl because he contacted his agents, his people, contacted the Holiday Bowl and said, Caleb Williams will play in your bowl game if you make him an owner of the bowl game. He wanted a percentage of all of it. Now, I don't know what that percent was. He wanted a percentage of the ticket sales, the gate, the ad revenue. He wanted a percentage of everything. And the people literally called up the Holiday Bowl and said, Caleb Williams will play for a percentage ownership of this bowl. They told him to go fly a kite, which is the first time Caleb Williams has been told no, but I'm glad that it happened. Okay, you beat Kansas City on Tuesday night. The story of the night, however, was Villanova in Manhattan against K-State. Kansas State wins at overtime. Tyler Perry, with three seconds left, who had an awful night. I mean, he couldn't have been worse all night. Dribbles through his legs, steps in front of the arch, has a guy six inches taller than him guarding him, steps back behind the line, and hits a three-pointer down two with three seconds left in overtime, and K-State wins another overtime game. That is three games in a row that have gone to overtime. That's three games in a row they've won. Jerome Tang, this is sick. He is 9-0 and in overtime. That is impossible. They're searching the record books today. As a head coach, he is 9-0 and in overtime, and it is not... This is unbelievable, this list. Now, I don't think he should be having as many overtime games as he is. They should have won that game last night. They were up nine in the second half. That game should never have gone to overtime. Then they were behind in overtime and looked like they were beat, and it took a miracle, but they did it. It wasn't great coaching because it wasn't the play he called. They didn't execute the play he called. It wasn't who was supposed to shoot. It broke down, and a guy just dribbled through his legs, stepped back, and hit a three. So they beat Nova in overtime. You ready for this list? He's beaten Bill Self, Tom Izzo, Bob Huggins, Scott Drew, Kim English, and Steve Alford in overtime. It's, it's not racked up with rummies here. 20% of all of Jerome Tang's games at Kansas State have ended in overtime, and he's won every one of them. That's insane. I'm going to keep saying it. One of two things is going to happen. He's either going to start losing a whole bunch of overtime games or they're not going to be good enough to get to overtime and they're going to lose that way. There is no way anybody can be this lucky. I'm sorry. There's no, there's never been a coach, there's never been a program. This is the most un-K-State thing ever. That they're winning, they did it last year. That they won all these basketball games, they hit all these shots, that they walk away and they celebrate and they jump in the stands with the fan and they party in the locker room. There is no way a team can keep that up. I'll be darned if it isn't the most charmed thing I've ever seen at this point. It's the opposite of the Kansas City Royals' fortunes. On Tuesday, Major League Baseball had its draft lottery. The Royals had almost a 20% chance of getting the one number one pick. They had a 55% chance of being one, two, or three. And, of course, they lose out in luck as well, and they finish with the sixth pick. And teams that finished ahead of them in the division, Cleveland had a 2% chance of getting the number one pick. Cleveland gets the number one pick. And the White Sox, who finished ahead of the Royals, are right in front of the Royals now at number five. You can't be as bad and as unlucky as the Kansas City Royals all at once. But they've done it. Our final final today is presented by Joslyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch. Online at joslynsjewelry.com. The jeweler you'll recommend to your friends and family this holiday season. Buck Roofing and Buck Disposal. One great owner, two great companies. Buck Roofing is online at rbuckroofing.com. They provide free roof inspections for listeners of KKHI. Buck Disposal is online at buckdisposal.com. If you've got a big clean-out project you're remodeling, or if you need to fill a dumpster and have it hauled away with a whole bunch of junk, Buck Disposal is there for you. 913-242-7695. It is buckdisposal.com. And yesterday, I went to the dentist at NKC Dental. They called me last week and said Dr. Bush was going to be traveling. He was giving a seminar he does a lot of speeches around the country and stuff that he was going to be out of town and doing something else. Do I want to reschedule? And I said, no, I need to get in. I got this thing. So I came in and his partner was my dentist and he was amazing because they have other dentists there as well. And we, we got rid of, of five old metal fillings that I've had in there for 
45 years, maybe something like that. I don't know. They've been in there forever, 40, 45 years and they're gone. And I got the new higher tech stuff and they feel great. And the dentist isn't always the most fun thing in the world, but they're just as good as they can possibly be at NKC Dental. So I had a great experience. And I just wanted to share that with you that I am a big time patient as well. And Dr. Bush or his team of dentists at North Kansas City Dental would love to be your dentist too. 816-471-2911. You probably still have either a free checkup or money left to spend this year at your dentist. It is not too late to call and get a quick appointment before the end of the year and get in there and have your insurance pay for it. So call them and ask them. You can give your insurance information over the phone. They can look it right up and see if you have some free services left. 816-471-2911 for NKC Dental. Our final final is a man named Damian Green. Damian Green lives in the great state of Washington, and he decided to run for city council. Damian Green apparently is better than most people that run for office. Damian Green said, I didn't vote for myself because I didn't feel comfortable doing it. He thought that was selfish or egotistical or narcissistic. So he didn't vote for himself. I'm sure he's not the first candidate ever that has had those thoughts in his head and didn't vote for themselves. Maybe they went and voted for everybody else and just skipped theirs because you wouldn't really want to vote for your opponent. And maybe some, uh, maybe some really noble people have skipped voting for themselves before. I wouldn't. But I like Damian Green. He did this. He lost by one vote. He lost the city council position by one vote. The people in this town in Washington need this man on their council. I don't even know his politics. I can't tell you if he's Republican or Democrat. You're not supposed to really be either on the city council. That sounds like the kind of person you want. I also learned this week through a friend that Mark Charlton, the guy we campaigned for really hard in our district in Lenexa for city council. Uh, We thought he won by 39 votes. When the final tally was done, he won by 22 votes. They found a way to take 17 away from him in Lenexa, which isn't surprising because the mayor that won is uber liberal. Mark Charlton, the guy that we worked very hard for, won by 22 votes. I think we made a difference, and I think you can make a difference. The clock is ticking. It's all up in November. Hey, it's holiday season. You're going to be doing a lot of shopping. I want to remind you about the KK list. Everybody we have on the podcast is there. Every single sponsor you've ever heard on the podcast is there. But then there's maybe an additional 20 more businesses of people that we know, people that have signed up. We know that they're on the KK list. They're conservative, and they would love the opportunity to earn your business this holiday season. Please check them out at thekklist.com. They're all right there. You're going to spend money on goods or services this Christmas season. You can do no better than local businesses at thekklist.com. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com. For as little as $5 a month, support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at thekklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.